0: Well, it's a Thank God Friday, and the devil's real mad. Why don't you go thanking me? I'm only your dad. I'm the son of the devil and the father of the Lord. How am I stuck in the middle like a lord? Who's half of a devil and half of a god, a demigod, a semi-god, a big-time bod. Look at these muscles. Look at these glutes. Uh Uh-oh, I made some half-god toots.
1: Are you pitching a television show right now, Matt? This sounds like a pitch. That's my elevator pitch. Yeah, but don't let that toot out in the elevator. This is Pistol Shrimps Radio, where I match Gorley. And I'm Marb McCarbarb. We call ladies
0: basketball, only we haven't done that in literally years. And for sure months. And... And what we're doing now is answering mailbag questions, but we've got a little spin on this, Mark. Why don't you explain
1: it? Well, you can email the show at pistolshrimpsradio at gmail.com. And uh, most of you who are listening to this probably don't know the details. Only you know, you know that we answered one email in our last episode. For Melissa Weinegar. She was going to Disneyland. And, and it asked a specific question, and none of you were supposed to listen to it except wrote, for Melissa. We
0: wrote that in the description, and today's no different.
1: Would you like me to fill in the boogies on what happened? She went to well, Disney every a great should, time.
0: I think we should say, up front, who we're answering today and everyone else to stop listening, because that's the important thing, that only one person should be listening to this episode.
1: I do feel, though, I want to include everybody in on what they missed out on they
0: they didn't listen it to the
1: episode. I know. So that do they need to know what happened? No, because, because they're, they're not, not listening
0: to this episode either,
1: Mark. Well, someone is. Yeah,
0: just that person. We
1: can but first we have to make it clear who
0: can and can't listen to this episode. Then right. we can recap.
1: Okay, I understand now, Matt. I, I was see. a little foggy there. Yeah. I had a mountain breakdown last night. <laughs> Today's episode is for Michael O'Brien. Okay, okay, so if your name is Michael O'Brien, and this specific Michael O'Brien,
0: yeah, where's he from?
1: Hmm. Well, we'll find out. There could out. be
0: some other Michael O'Briens. We're not listening. There's we're not, not a in lot that.
1: of. Is it I E N? Mm,
0: I E N, and it's not. If you're Mike O'Brien, turn this off. Michael
1: O'Brien. If you're, I don't a, want to give out your email address. Let me just no, see if his email address. That's okay. If you're a you Michael
0: any, O'Brien, I A N, don't listen. If you're anyone other than this Michael O'Brien, if you're Brian O'Michael, don't listen. Yeah. If you're anyone else,
1: press stop now. This is not for you. Okay, now you can recap the Disney thing. Okay, Michael, hi. It's Mark McConville from Pistol Shrimps Radio. It's Matt Gorley. Thank God we're alone. Okay. So in the last episode of the show that you didn't listen to. Michael. Michael. Only Melissa Melissa is the only person on the planet who heard it. And she better not be listening to this. She shouldn't listen to this. Especially after she got her own episode. Can you imagine the Isn't that enough?
0: That she might be listening to this?
1: Anyway, she asked us for hints on Disneyland and what we thought she should do in her day. And we found out she wrote back to the show. Yeah sent a very nice email and looked like she had a blast. Yeah, she had a good time and maybe didn't take our advice because Disneyland does sort of just take over. I wouldn't take my advice. Once you're in there, you kind of just... I don't. But think Michael, this is not why advice. you wrote in. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, ahead. but I just thought maybe you'd like a little bit of, you know, inside what happened on yeah. the last episode. That was not for you. And if you did listen to it, you did have to spank your naked bottom in front of a target mirror.
0: We should open this with Pearl Jams. This is not for you.
1: Is that a song isn't it this is oh not for you yeah yeah i heard that this is and i thought but yes yeah. if you want to matt i'm sure pearl jam would be fine with us using their music
0: well they wouldn't know because then they can't they listen. are not listening this is brilliant
1: this is how we get past royalty
0: yeah when we do an episode for pearl jam we'll just play nirvana
1: but for this episode yeah i think you're gonna like matt i think you're gonna like this subject line okay hoopleheads Whoa, we're already dead wood deep. Michael O'Brien writes, Gentlemen, I have never written to any public figures before. Never felt like the sort who would. (laughs) Never felt like the sort who would. So this is a red letter day for sure. Wow. I heard you once say that your audience is not going to keep growing. Hmm. I never knew you existed until I heard Paul Rust as a guest on a video game podcast a few months back. He plugged in Voorhees We Trust, and I immediately knew that I immediately knew that was something I needed to be a part of. From there, curiosity grew and dominoes fell, and I've now heard damn near all the content you two have produced. Truly you are my boogies. Oh, uh-huh. I've noticed how great you guys have been in honoring requests from fans. I hope you will indulge me in honoring my request. Would you, the two of you please make a 37-episode podcast series in which you discuss each episode of HBO's Deadwood and the associated feature film? If you think the movie merits two episodes, I wouldn't discourage that either. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Mike O'Brien. Wow. Wow. Oh yes. Yeah. The term earholes has been a disturbing recurrence in these emails. Don't know what conclusion to draw from that, but thought it merited mentioning. Well, do you want to go backwards?
0: I don't ear have holes. anything to say on ear holes. It's a term that kind of made its way into the zeitgeist. I don't
1: love it, but Yeah, I think anything that becomes
0: overly internet speechy is is yeah. for me personally something I try to avoid.
1: Yes, I'm I am making a concerted effort to Clean up my outgoing language now. My outbound mouth sounds. I'm.
0: I had never heard the term sports ball when I used it in superego fifteen some years ago. Sure, but then since then, I, and I, I don't think that I had invented anything to it. do with this. It sports. has just zeitgeisty become. A kind of
1: internet speak for sports. Sports ball seems like the a thousand monkeys at a thousand typewriters are eventually going to write the same thing.
0: Yes. And I'm sure that's what it was. But imagine when I felt like I happened upon that on my own and then it becomes kind of overused and you go, well, I've got to let one of my own things go.
1: Well, you also, you and I both, I think are also pretty, uh, pretty conscious of if we're stealing from other people if i am if i yeah feel we
0: consciously at, steal from other people no i feel like if
1: at oh, all yeah. i i am ripping something off i tend to take a hard turn away what's from the it. point yeah what's it makes me sad the, the internet right. sometimes it makes me sad where people oh, will just it take, always makes
0: me sad except for pistol shrimps radio
1: people will so. take work that's not theirs and just put it out like it's their own yeah. and then it seems like they know it and then they maybe just say oh i didn't know yeah anyway This is not why you came, Michael O'Brien. Michael O'Brien. Listen. Let's go back to the Wesley Willis drop here. I mean, Rock Over London, Rock on Chicago. Good job. That's a little Wesley Willis signed off all of his songs with that. With what? Rock over London, Rock on Chicago. Oh. Everybody go out and listen to some Wesley Willis. Play it for your kids. Wait, every song he'd end with that? Every song was a formula. Do you not you're maybe not as in he was a he was homeless and had mental issues. I think he had schizophrenia. Oh, so like a. And Daniel he lived on Johnson the streets of Chicago. Type. And he did. He was doing pen drawings oh. and singing these songs with a Casio keyboard. So every song is the same because oh, it's just like right. a loop on an okay, old yes. Casio. This does sound familiar. And he was singing the songs to get people to come and look at his art. Mm. And then a Chicago radio station loved his songs. I don't know if they loved him, but mm. they sort of went, These this guy's incredible. He's written thousands of songs, and they're all the same. It's just verse, verse, or it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, break, verse, and then rock over London, rock on Chicago. That's right. And an ad yeah. slogan. And I I had a real deep dive into Wesley Willis's career. Okay. So I'm live. Really? He yes. He's still going? He has passed away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my loss, too. <laughs> But let's go to the meat and potatoes of this thing, a Deadwood podcast. Yeah. Do you want to do right now a 37-episode podcast about the f- every episode of Deadwood? What I think we should do is a companion
0: podcast to that as well, because Deadwood is so Shakespearean. And I believe there are 37 Shakespeare plays, depending on whether you count, you know, like King John –
1: This is your field of expertise. Do you count King
0: John? I don't know enough. It's King John, and I want to say, is it two noble kinsmen that are the two that scholars maybe think he either mentored someone or just kind of did a polish on? These are
1: pastiches. They're not really his work.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone (laughs) fully knows. It's also been a long time since I've looked into it.
1: Also, Matt, everybody who talks about a time machine and going back and killing baby Hitler, how about yeah. we go back and find out how much of this stuff Shakespeare did? Or how about we kill baby Shakespeare? Great idea. Rid us of that filth. You got a phone call coming in? It's from Cincinnati, Ohio, which okay. tells me this is a spammer. You don't know anybody from Cincinnati that might be calling you? No way, and I'm not planning to Michael Mike O'Brien, are you from Michael O'Brien? Are you from Cincinnati? We almost allowed a Mike O'Brien
0: into listening to this podcast. So sorry. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. No. You know what the great thing is about these one-person podcasts? What's that? Like if you guys email and we do your thing, you should say something that's kind of like a little unpopular, like that we can't talk about in the world, you know, because it's only the three of us. Yeah. It's just a private conversation that
1: nobody else is listening to.
0: Yeah. Like we can talk about hot button issues and problematic topics.
1: Yeah. We could also talk about cold snap issues. Yeah. Yeah. Cold snap. Hot button.
0: No, I know. I just- You try to go for another Button one. and snap. Oh, warm, yes. Warm I zipper. Yeah. <laughs> so call, call in with your emails. Call you in do with Hot them. button, warm zipper, or cold snap.
1: I think generally speaking, Deadwood is great. Oh, what do you mean generally it's, speaking? It's past great.
0: It's superb. I've always wanted to do a Deadwood podcast. I never have. I talked about it with Paul F. Tompkins once we were gonna do one.
1: I'd be into it. It's but it seems like a very, very tall mountain to climb. Because Why is that? it's such a dense show.
0: But that's that's what's so that's great. The beauty it's food of it. for food for grist for the mill. Food for grist for the mill.
1: This is one of those ninety-eight ounce steaks that if you eat the whole thing you get it for free. Yeah. It's so much show.
0: Ninety-eight
1: degrees comes out and plays.
0: <laughs> you ate the steak.
1: Um I like, I've I maybe have watched that show through twice or maybe three times. I
0: think I've done it at least four, but yep. I've only watched the movie once. I've been meaning to watch the movie again.
1: Yeah, maybe we do that. Yeah, I I it's the last I think show I bought on DVD. I bought all mm, of them. On th-
0: DVD. Those are a nice little bookend
1: bookcase. They look so good. Yeah, thick, thick. Who, who's the top dog in your in your Deadwood world? Swinton. Swinton. Swear engine number one yeah. with a bullet. Yeah. Absolutely. Ian McShane is so great in that show.
0: He's amazing. Also, the way that he turns from villain to anti hero is yeah. so I love when a show can do that.
1: Yeah. God damn. I love Calamity Jane. Yeah. How can you not? I love um, Bick Bertram.
0: Oh, Garrett Dillahunt as Jack McCall. Yeah. In the first season's incredible.
1: Yeah. Look, it's all great. Trixie's amazing. Jesus. Trixie's so good. Yeah. All all of it. And you have a personal, a semi-personal connection to the show. That's right.
0: My sister-in-law was a background actor on the show for, I think, most of the run, if not all of it, and then got... Put in a scene with the character Con Stapleton where they're taking a bath together, and he uses her naked breast as a submarine megaphone. <laughs> That's a true story.
1: I know it's a true story. I remember the scene. Uh, it's just funny that I've also now met her, her breast, <laughs> and I bought a submarine. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's only we can say and this Michael. stuff because only Michael's hearing it. Yeah, gosh, Michael. and Michael he's crass. Like we're the tame ones. I wonder if he'd like to weigh in on that.
0: Hmm.
1: But anyway, um, no. I, I highly recommend the show to you, Michael, even though it seems like you've already seen it.
0: Watch it again. I could probably do with another run on the show. I think season two's oh, – I love season three, too. I love season one. I love all of it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a very densely packed show, but comparatively to other stuff that's out there where there are many more seasons – I feel like you're getting a concentrated, dramatic It's so good thing. that even, it's,
0: even when he dropped Deadwood and did John from Cincinnati, there was enough Milchian prose in there.
1: In John from Cincinnati?
0: Yes. That I was like, I'm in. And that show was bonkers.
1: I didn't make it too far in that one.
0: Oh, plus it had that Joe Strummer theme song. So good.
1: I would maybe revisit that show, too.
0: I would, too. Should we do a John, do from, a John Cincinnati from Cincinnati? Well, three they just Rocks he podcasts?
1: just called you.
0: Oh, you're right. That was John from Cincinnati. You should have answered. Do you think he called and his feet were three inches off the ground?
1: Probably. Do you remember that was part of it? And there was some surfing going on? Oh, it was all surfing. And there yeah. were some surfers who were not actors acting. And that's never good.
0: Not in this case. <laughs> but John was good. That guy was good. Yeah. He was in Deadwood.
1: Do you do you think once you're in the Deadwood, how do we t- how how do I not say Farnum is my favorite? Oh, Farnum's great too. I love the E.B. Farnum stories of him getting scripts, monologues, long soliloquies mm. the day of the shoot. Yeah, where I made some changes, and it is just because <laughs> Mil- you know
0: Milch is just lying on his back on the floor because he had a bad back, dictating script changes to people. After they shot their scene. And
1: they had to go back and redo them. They had to get dirty again.
0: I've heard Milch is not well. Uh, Yeah. Also, possibly mentally, too. Oh. I think he's got some... I'm not sure if it's dementia or something degenerative. So we may never get another...
1: This is all the Deadwood we're going to get, and we're probably not going to get any more Milch.
0: No, because even the movie, I believe Nick Petzalato from True Detective worked on that with him.
1: So that makes sense. And right. then, it's the right era.
0: And Milch did a I believe a little bit of work on True Detective Season Three.
1: Which is not your favorite True Detective season. I
0: liked it, but But
1: it's two for
0: you. No, two's not my favorite. Yeah, it is. I love it. One's my favorite, but I love two. I know. And anyone else?
1: And go is, screw. Like, I know. But I this like, is not a Deadwood podcast for Michael O'Brien right now. We've no, just, but I do want to say this. We're splashing around in the HBO pool. I will
0: say, I understand. I like Godfather 3. I understand why people don't like Godfather 3. Yes. Season 2 of True Detective, I actually think people need to reconsider it. It might be the Quantum of Solace or before that, the On Her Majesty's Secret Service of its day. I think it will. I could be wrong. I can't go on record. Thank God only Michael O'Brien's listening
1: Yeah, this. you know, you speak pretty freely here. I mean, what's Michael O'Brien going to do? What if
0: he's a TV reporter?
1: Uh, he might be TV reporter Michael O'Brien. Shit.
0: You know what I think we should do on these episodes? What's that? Tease the next person's episode.
1: Why? Only Michael O'Brien can hear this.
0: I know. But Michael O'Brien can now know that he can no longer listen, and he could tell that person. That's what how we the should odds rely that on he this. He
1: knows the next. That's up to him. He's got to find this person. Well, do you want me to tell tell Michael who that is? Yeah. I recognize this name, so I'll go ahead and say it's Chris Huff. I don't think I recognize. Him. I just think Chris has written into the show before. His Cruff. Chris Huff. His Cruff. So Michael O'Brien, if you could let Chris Huff know that he's yes. up next Please and his let, episode yeah. will be coming out. The next time we do this, which mm-hmm. who knows when that will be. That's the
0: thing. We is don't that, really These know. are going to be shorter episodes and they're going to happen when they happen.
1: Yeah. But everybody else who. But they might be more frequent. Am I right? Everybody else is just going to have to wait in line. That's they might you. be more frequent. That's right. So. We answer these in the order they're received and there's a big backlog, right? There's a big backlog. Michael O'Brien, your email is from June 28th, 2021. So that's a year, almost a year, so ago. almost a year, nine ago. months ago. Yeah. So you know we'll get there. We're we're getting there. I wonder if he's watched Deadwood. I he must have. Why would he ask us to do a thirty-seven episode podcast series in which we discuss each episode of HBO's Deadwood and the associated feature film?
0: Should we take this episode out? Speaking some
1: Deadwood speak. Oh, I don't know if I could. Sure, you could. Because I would just say cocksucker over and over Well, I think
0: that you're halfway there, friend.
1: You limber dick, limber
0: man. You square-headed hoople. You lumber duster. Tell me if I bequeath myself unrighteously thus, but having said this
1: anyways and all. Fix me with a sipping whiskey and I'll sit down here at the bar and stare at you like a vulture who's got two weeks to live. That's not very Deadwoodian.
0: Maybe I'm a dill-witted patch of chaparral grass, but my leather-soled stepping shoes have walked myself in here only to find you recalcitrant
1: in your ways. I won't ask you two more times to step outside with me so we can settle this over the lady's scarf that we've been squabbling over for the last (laughs) twenty or so goddamn cocksucking minutes.
0: Far be it from me to pull my fucking lip over my head and call myself a silent goer, but I'd Like to sound off on what
1: I think you got going. Right. I spent a fortnight out in the goddamned holler sweating into this towel and swearing at my god, and what he told me was I was never to come back here, but here I am a past Woo in the goddamn alley and he splashed mud on my brand new shoes. Unless you find yourself lunch for
0: Woo's pigs, maybe you should find yourself fleet of foot, getting to know the doorway better, henceforth then the air outside and not failing to that off to another town such as oh it was the town they always had to go, yankton, yankton yankton
1: when the fairer sex enters the room i'd ask you hoople heads to step outside so as not to infect them with your outsider ways and insider stays
0: At this be pistol shrimps radio <laughs> we'll see you next time